WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night now experience the magical art of puppetry. This What the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you haven't had a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, hang out and chat, follow the channel, listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. Yes, Brent, we are starting the show with Mommy because Mommy is amazing. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. I, uh, th- tweet us at WildTalkRadio.com, RecordedShow.com, or Twitch.tv slash Live to interact with us live because we're doing a thing. We're talking Elimination Chamber 10 out of the show because it's this Saturday live on the Peacocks and the WWE Network worldwide. And... Yep. It's, it's, we're here to do things. Yes, we open up with Rhea Ripley's good theme song. Not the current one, which is... Not not that great. Let's hope she gets it back. I, 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 I don't think that's in the cards. 
Maybe. When, when, maybe when Judgment's Day's over. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know why she couldn't keep it. Because it's got to be darker and, and, and more... This is why brutality is not dark? No, it has to be more spooky. Dude. Or whoever made the CFO who I think did this song. I don't know. <laughs> I just think of the rights back from CFO. That's it. You just buy the rights. It's just it. I mean, they could. I don't, I don't understand. I've never understood that why it's good if they, they just get rid of it. Like once the composers leave, unless the, because it's like WWE, I think technically owns the rights to the song because they, it was made for them. You would think that, but there are songs that were made for them way back in the day that they still never had access to. Like, don't go messing with the country boy. You would think that would be theirs. No. So everything, no. Uh, everything that's ever been on the network, they never had, that song's never been in there. Some weird, weird, weird instrumental that they try to play. Because mm. it's like Mrs. They own. Yeah. They've never replaced it, which they because, never should. Because, because it's I don't. It's a fucking great song. Because it, was, it wasn't CFO. No, it was like that weird period between Jim Johnston and CFO. Yeah, and it, I don't but even it know slapped. Who, it's a good one, and it was on an album and everything. So Downstreet is the one who made a Mrs. Who uh-huh. also does Cody's Adrenaline in the Soul. Yada yada yada. Cody wrote. Ah, there you go. <sighs> There you go. Okay. Well, we have news. We have notes. We have Elimination Chamber that we are talking tonight where we are going to preview the show and kind of break it down and let you know who we think is going to win and who's going to lose. But first, we have to jump into the news brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. So let's start at the top because we have WWE 2K23 news and we have the Full roster, it has been revealed. Already? Already. AJ Styles, Akira Tozawa, Alba Fire, brand new. Alexa Bliss, Aaliyah, brand new. Andre Giant, Angel, Angelo Dawkins, Apollo Crews, Austin Theory, Axum, Axiom, Axum, new. Batista, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Beth Phoenix, Bianca Belair, Big Boss Man, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Boogie Man, why? Booger T, Braun Strowman. Oh, he made it. Cool. Brett the Hitman Hart, Brie Bella, British Bulldog, Brock Lesnar. Uh, Booger T, Braun Strowman. We did the British Bulldog, Brock Lesnar, Braun, Braun Breaker, new. Bra- Bruno San Martino. I don't remember if new or not. Brutus Creed, new. Butch, new. Because it's Butch. Cactus Jack, Cameron Grimes, maybe. Carmella, Carmelo Hayes, new. Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Shigaro Flair, China. Cody Rhodes is back in the game. Commander Aziz, I believe, is new. Core J, new. Cruz del Toro, new. Dakota Kai, D- Damian Priest, Dana Brooke, Dexter Loomis, Diesel, Doink the Crown, Dolph Ziggler, Dominic Mysterio, Dewdrop, maybe. Drew Gulak, Drew McIntyre, Edgar Edge, Elias, Eric Bischoff, Eric, Ezekiel, we have Elias and Ezekiel, Farouk, Finn Balor, Gigi Dolan, new. Giovanni Vinci, new name. Goldberg, Grayson Waller, new. Gunther, Happy Corbin, Hulk. Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, Humberto, The Hurricane, Ilya Dragunov, new, Indy Hartwell, EO Sky, Ivar, JC Jane, new, J- Jake the Snake Roberts, JB, JD McDonough, new, Jerry King Lawler, Uso J, Jimmy Uso, Jim Danville Nightheart, Jim DeMahal, Joaquin Wilde, JBL, John Cena, Johnny Gargano, Julius Creed, new, Kane, Karrion Cross, Katana Chance, Kenny Carter, both new, Kevin Nash, Kevin Owens, K- Kofi Kingston, Kurt Angle, L.A. Knight, yeah. Lacey Evans, Liv Morgan, Lita, back in the game. Logan Paul, Ludwig Kaiser, Mace, Macho Man, Randy Seven, Madcap Moss, Mansoor, Matt Riddle, Maurice, Molly Holly, back in the game. Montez Ford, Mr. McMahon is still in the video game. Mustafa Ali, MVP, Natalia, Nikki A.S.H., Nikki Bella, back in the game. Nikki the Lions, first time in. Noam Dar? 
Why? Hey, Noam Dar made the game. <laughs> Omaz, Otis, Queen's Lena, Randy Warner, Raquel Rodriguez, Razor Ramon, Reggie, maybe new? Ray Mysterio, Rio Ripley, Rick Boog, Ricochet, Ridge Holland, Ricky, Rikishi, Rob Van Dam, Robert, Robert Rude, Raymond Range, Ronda Rousey, Roddy Piper, Roxanne Perez, New R Truth, Sammy Zayn, Santos Escobar, Scott Hall, Seth Freak Rollins, Shane McMahon still in the game, Shanky, Shawn Michaels, Shane Baszler, Seamus, Sheldon Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Shotzi, Solo, Sokoa, Samuel DeVille, Stacey Keebler, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stephanie, Six, Tamina, T-Bar, Teddy Bowsey, The Miz, The Rock, Titus O'Neil, Tommaso Chiamma, Triple H, Trish Stratus, Tyler Bate, Ultimate Warrior, Umaga, Undertaker, Vader, Veer Mahan in the game now, Wesley, Xavier Woods, Zia Lee, X-Pac, Yokozuna, and Zoe Stark, along with the Ruthless Aggressions, Brock Lesnar, the Prototype, Randy Warren from 2002, and Leviathan, and Bad Bunny. There we go. Of course Mr. McMahon's still in the game. He owns the company. Well, so sometimes, of course he's still in it. sometimes, huh? you just don't know. Sometimes you just don't know, but he owns the company. He's back in power. He's back it's in not- power, yes. It's not like they're going to take him out. So, congratulations to everybody that made the game. You'll note that Bray Wyatt is not amongst the list. That's because he came back, We everybody believes, way too late to be included in the roster. But I'm fairly sure he'll be a DLC. So, they mentioned at the very start that most likely names that are, that are omissions from the first roster reveal will be there later. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Because, they also the, the, because there will be a lot of pushback if Bray Wyatt is not in this video game at all for another entire year because he was he missed last year's because they removed him even though he was fully made for the game and had many cut scenes and things like that and because he was fired they removed him a so... sad 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 year for wwe so we don't talk about the troubles we don't talk about that year it didn't happen yeah bray was just on an extended vacation that's all that's all um also what got revealed is the soundtrack for 2k23 Curated by John Cena, including Metallica's Sad But True, Bizarrap, and Quavedo, Music se- Biz- BZRP, Music Sessions Volume 52, or what- 52, whatever that is, Daja Cat, Vegas, Luciano SUVs, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Can't Stop, Jordan Lucas and Little Baby, Ramen and OJ. These are names of songs. Okay, Hardy. We all remember Hardy. He made the cut. Jack. Bullet from My Valentine, No More Tears to Cry. DVV featuring Omar Cortez, or Omar Quartz, whatever you want to do it. Dame Lou, Let Down Shipwreck, Idols Grounds, and Post Malone featuring Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott. Take what you want. That's a compilation. That's Ozzy the- Osbourne, Travis Scott, and Post Malone. That's one song. Apparently that's a song. Holy fuck. <laughs> that's a song, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on there? Music in 2023. It's a, it's a hoot. It's a thing. They couldn't get a little Sam Smith in there. Tweet Jen Cena. Maybe he'll get it in there for the next one. Get a little unholy in there for uh, somebody. Anyway, continue on. Anyway, they also revealed the showcase mode details for 2K23. They well. did. I'm just going through email by email by email from all the press releases. We love press release day, don't we all? They're the best. Anyway. Well, I mean, you're the only one here that gets them, so... I know. Never give up introduces a new take on Showcase Formula with iconic matches and in-game innovations, including John Cena's toughest losses goes toe-to-toe with John Cena across each portion of his career from a younger, unknown, challenging Kurt Angle on SmackDown 2002 to Roman Reigns at SummerSlam 2021, an interactive sports documentary here directly from Mr. Hustle, Loyalty, and Respect himself through interspersed vignettes expanding, explaining the history and the importance of each match. Fresh, varied gameplay plays John Cena's greatest opponent, greatest and toughest opponent 
Jones, keeping each match fresh with new movesets and strategies. See John Cena cross errors face off against different versions of John Cena through the years from his debut as Do- Dr. Thugonomics to the leader of the C Nation, who has faced some of the baddest superstars to ever step foot in a WWE ring. Slingshot technology, fast-paced gameplay flawlessly transitions to live-action historical footage for a truly immersive experience, including such matches as... John Cena, Kurt Angle, SmackDown 2002-2008 SummerSlam between John Cena and Batista, John Cena Battles Edge with both New Year's Revolution and SummerSlam 2006. We have Night of Champions 2008 featuring John Cena and Triple Age. John Cena vs. Barack Lesnar at SummerSlam 2014. John Cena and Brock Lesnar in 2003 at Backlash. John Cena and The Undertaker at Vengeance 2003. So there's that one. We have Hell in a Cell. 2009, John Cena, Roman and Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns, John Cena, SummerSlam 2021. We also go back to WrestleMania 28, where it was once in a lifetime. John Cena versus The Rock. No, we do not get the CM Punk moment. Sorry. Next year. And SummerSlam 2016, John Cena, AJ Styles. We go revisit WrestleMania 34 with The Undertaker, and we have a one-night stand with Rob Van down in 2006 sounds like a quality quality list so much action so little time and we're less than 30 days until ww2k23 hitch stores everywhere pre-order now because content will should be coming to to twitch and other platforms ding ding review videos inbound hopefully ding. um thank you 2k we love you. Um. Anyway, moving on from there. Yes, we do love you, 2K. Uh, the Undertaker will perform his Undertaker one-man dead show in Las Vegas on Friday, March 24th, and Los Angeles on Friday, March 31st. The Las Vegas show is being held at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan. The venue for the Los Angeles show is the Nova at LA Live. He's gonna be in L. He's gonna be in Vegas for his birthday. Jesus Christ. He's currently Mark. Probably- <laughs> <laughs> he's currently on stage right now performing his one dead man show in Montreal. He is. He's currently I hope everybody's enjoying it, but yes, tickets are on sale if you are interested in um participating in the show. I hear it's a lot of fun. That's what people say. He seems like he I mean, he would be a good storyteller. We know that from his Hall of Fame speech, so <laughs> and he I bet he's got some real interesting stories to tell. Moving on from there, A and E is expanding their WWE programming this spring with a new show centered around WWE Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin. The 10-part docu-series titled Stone Cold Takes on America will premiere on April 30th and will follow Austin as he travels in his RV and accepts challenges from fans that push him out of his comfort zone while making up for lost time from being a WWE superstar. The show will also feature archive footage to weave the story of Austin's old life and new life. I mean, it sounds interesting to be to be fair, though, he hasn't been, like, a WWE superstar for, like, what, 20 years? He was just the WrestleMania main eventer last year. What are you talking about? And he hadn't wrestled for 20 <laughs> years before that. Like, he retired in 2002, 2003, and he hadn't really done much, like, aside from the off appearance since then. So, the whole lost time thing kind of seems odd. Se- seems made up and not real. I don't what do you mean? You mean reality TV is not reality? It's not real? <gasps> no. no. And to be fair, to be fair, it is a 10-part docu-series. Not reality TV, so... But still, it seems just... 
it seems a poor choice of wording. It is a very poor choice of wording, but there. I mean, I feel like no offense to the person that wrote this, but I feel like they wrote it potentially not knowing that he's been retired for the last twenty years. I, I they just are like I can't help you there. I don't know. Poor choice of wording, but yes. The show should be fun, so tune in, check it out. Like I said, debate debuts on April 30th on A&E. Moving on to AEW and ROH. ROH TV tapings are to take place on February 25th and 26th at Universal Studios Orlando, Florida. Tickets are now on sale. TV starts March 2nd. On Honor Club, so if you want to see some Ring of Honor high-quality action from the Impact, I mean the uh, Ring of Honor Zone? Watch Ring of Honor on on on, on Honor Club starting March 2nd. <laughs> From a sound stage near you. Hey, at least they're getting it up and running. It's it, it, March 2nd will be a year to the day that Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor, so it took him a year to get television, television quotes, off the ground because television on your on-demand internet service isn't really television but hey they're they're doing something and they got to build to a pay-per-view at the end of march so tv is important can't wait for all the big angles they shoot at on at universal studios wonder if jeff can help them ding ding move it on to the next story moving on to the (laughs) next story thunder rosa will be the the spanish broadcaster for awtv as she continues to recover from her back injury. So this is, I think, her first official return to AW since she got injured and since she had to vacate the title. She had to make apologies and now she's back. Yay. Good for her. Good for her. ECW, EC3 has signed with the NWA, <laughs> so congratulations to him. He's bringing his control your narrative with him. Oh boy! Can't wait for that because they have such great talent as Chris Adonis and the former Alex Riley. NWA, now on YouTube. We're back on YouTube. Go watch. It's powerful. Right. And with that, let's do the Blame Bruns. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's Injury Roundup. Amari Miller is out with an ACL injury. Hashtag Blame Brent. Uh, things all torn up. Yep. So best of luck to her as she recovers, because that is a very long, painful process. So hopefully it goes smoothly for her. Yeah, hopefully. There's no there's no estimation on when she'll be back. Probably your six to nine months, usually how that goes. Usually, but you don't want to... You don't rush it. They'll give her all the time in the world. Could be yeah. up to a year, but six to nine months for an ACL is kind of your starting point. She There's a lot of people on the roster who can probably give her some advice. It's usually the girls, too. Isn't is it weird? It's weird that all the girls have the ACL toward knees get torn up. It is weird. Tegan, Dakota, Mari, like, all the girls seem to have knee issues. I feel like it's because maybe they do a little bit more, like, high-flying style because they're smaller, so they can. Yeah, it's overcompensation for trying to do other things, yeah. And and sometimes it's just freak injuries. I mean, Steve Austin had two knee braces, so who knows. So I say we go to break. I say we go to break, too. So when we come back... We are going to be doing Tweet of the Week, and we will be discussing Elimination Chamber. We'll be previewing it for you and breaking down the matches and letting you know who we think will win and who think we who we think will lose. So, you're listening to Rack right here on MalltalkRadio.com, and we will be right back. Thank you. 
Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources, CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. on the Pacific. But what about midnightish? Still midnightish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. Just earlier. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a case sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin as they give their opinions on what they liked, what? what they didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights, what? 11 p.m. Eastern, what? live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 Simpson. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Did you know you can use support a creator code Rock and Sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad, because we are a hashtag epic partner. You think you know me? Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar, a.k.a. Dwight Hendrickson from Haven, and you are listening to The Rack.
welcome back to the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash mbg1211. And if you're listening to us over on rackradioshow.com, wildtalkradio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, but you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, Tweet of the Week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place. And I was so bitter until I found Twitter. Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling. 140 characters or less is what you're giving. My addiction starts to climb. I go to refresh my timeline because I won't stop tweeting. No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure A good tweet. David Schuster, the U.S. military shot down a UFO over Cumtown, Alaska. Now a lot of people are nervous in Climax, New York, Bumpass, Virginia, and Spread Ingle, Wisconsin. Although residents are calling it a tease in Blue Ball, Ohio. Yeah. You're welcome. I have that one favorited, too. I saw that, and I was like, yep. 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 (laughs) When you wake up on a Saturday morning and come down, it's trending, and you have to see why. You have to see why. You go down that rabbit hole, you just do it. You just do it. Is that all you got? That's all I got. Annie Agar. NFL Honors was amazing. Shout out to Callie Clarkson for showing everyone how to wear a Cowboys jersey and not choke under pressure. WWE, WWE Games put out the, the, the a few names who will be on the roster, including uh, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre replies, I love playing with myself on this game. Like you do. I mean, it's okay to play with yourself as long as you have an action figure. That's what, or, the, that's what we were told. Or, you know, a video game character. You know, it's it's fine. It's fine. John Silver, really nice meeting you at The Rock. Really cool. Cool guy, but that but doesn't talk much. So he's at the wax statue of the Rock. The Rock replies, "Yeah, I met the Rock too. Great guy. Smells awesome. Super intelligent. Wonderful, dirty joke teller. Trusted handshake and can look constipated when drunk." Johnny Gargano, there are ru- some rumblings this morning. So I've talked to my friends over at WWE Games. I'm happy to announce that Johnny Wrestling will be playable at launch in WWE 2K33. Whoops, I mean 2K23. Hopefully my clear, my career lasts until 2K33, though. We're, we're, we're praying for you, Johnny. Indie Wrestling. Indie Hartwell. I'm also declaring for WWE 2K33. So, Johnny Gargano, is this a typo, or did I just guarantee myself a cover spot in 2K33? And that's Tweet of the Week. That's Tweet of the Week. Alrighty, so let's talk Elimination Chamber. Which will take place this Saturday in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, on the Peacocks in the United States, and on the WWE Network everywhere else, and on fine pay-per-view providers. This is a, uh, dacked show? Yeah, it, pr- it really is. Two- I mean, they've done a wonderful job of building specific matches for this show. We got a huge main event. We have a Legends tag team match, or a match featuring Legends in a tag team match, in a, a mixed tag team match nonetheless. We have two chamber matches, one for a championship, one for a spot at a, at a championship. I mean, this show from top to bottom is probably going to be a banger. After banger, after banger, 
after banger. All right, where do you want to start? Let's start from the bottom. Bobby Lashley taking on Brock Lesnar. This is a singles match. There is no stipulation. They've done quite a lot to put some heat on this. Um, This is a return match from a couple years ago when Bobby and Brock fought, and Brock just absolutely dominated Bobby. Um, So, yeah, but, but Bobby's gotten wins. Like, he got the win at the Rumble last year. Brock got the win, what was it, in Saudi last year, too? With I the, with the, so. when he did the, he, when he did the Bret Hart flip roll. And then Brock got his ass beat by, by, by Lashley. And then Lashley threw him out of the Rumble. So Brock wants, uh, wants rematch because Bobby's been kicking his ass. And as we saw on Monday, Bobby kicked his ass again. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if Brock's willing to do it, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, it's Brock maybe finally giving back and making Bobby Lashley. Which is very cool of him. But making, to do. but is he, what is he making? Is he, he's making how old is Bobby? A forty-something-year-old Bobby Lashley? I mean, it's not. Hey, really... hey, hey, hey! Don't judge. No, I'm just saying he's not making a young talent. He's making a guy who's been around since he was been around. Brock. What? This is Brock. I understand this, but I'm just he saying. Doesn't make young guys. I understand this. That's my point. <laughs> And I don't think he's going to make Bobby Lashley. I think he's going to pin Bobby Lashley's behind at the Elimination Chamber because Brock's going to be the baby face and Lashley's going to get booed in Montreal because technically Brock's part Canadian now. He's the national mascot of Canada. I guess so. He's a Canadian Uh, farmer. I, I don't know who to pick because on one hand it's like LOL Brock wins. It makes sense, but at the same time, they're trying to do something with Bobby Lashley, and I feel like Bobby losing is gonna is going to hurt him because unfortunately, there isn't really any good way for Bobby to recover a loss to Brock. Okay, so I'll pose this question to you, and you can think about an answer. Who is going to have a bigger match at WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley? How do we know Brock's going to WrestleMania? Because it's Brock Lesnar. He's going to be on WrestleMania. Who's going to have the bigger match? Bobby or Brock? Depends on who they both face. Because, I mean, here's the thing. If Brock faces, like, a Mansoor... Brock would never... (laughs) He's not going to face a Mansoor. But... That's not the point. The point is if Brock faces like a Mansoor and Bobby Lashley faces, I don't know, like a John Cena type person who has the bigger match then. But in reality, who do you think will have the bigger match? My money is on Brock Lesnar having the bigger match. I can't put money on it because I don't know who they're both facing. Say. Or they could, or they could be facing each other. I don't think they're going to be facing each other. They could, but I wouldn't. What if Brock is facing someone named, like, Gunther at WrestleMania? It all depends on who Bobby Lashley faces. I mean, I'm down for Brock to face Gunther, and I could honestly see maybe Gunther getting involved in this, and that's how they set that up. Because they haven't set that up yet. But we have plenty of time. We have plenty of time, but, like, I could just see them begin to tease that. But my point is, is that... If Bobby loses, there's no good way to recover Bobby. And they've been building momentum with him again, especially with the formation, the potential tease of the formation of the Hurt Business and that coming back and that could play a factor here. But there's like, if you have Bobby lose to Brock here, all that goes by the wayside. Like all of it does because it's a massive loss for Bobby. He can't get the job done. And he's supposed to be the leader of the Hurt Business or the leader, the alpha male, whatever you want to call him. Monty Brown. And he lose the what? Monty Brown. Said alpha male. No. Pounds. Anyway, continue. But 
<laughs> anyway, but like all of that's going to get thrown out the window. And if they're trying to reinvest in Bobby Lashley again and rebuild him again, then it makes sense to have Bobby beat Brock here. So you're even going- if it's not entirely clean. Clean. And I think that's what's going to happen. Is there's going to be some shenanigans. So you have Bobby over Brock? I have Bobby over Brock. I have Brock over Bobby because Brock's going to do bigger things at WrestleMania than Bobby Lashley. If Bobby Lashley even makes WrestleMania. Because I don't know if he will or not. Because there's no match I want to see him in right now. Uh, so Wheel, you got who? Wrestler 2. Who's that? Wrestler 2, that is Brock Lesnar. Hey, Paul, does Bobby Lashley win? Ask again later. Hey, Paul, we've been over this. You have to give me an answer. Does Brock Lesnar win, April? Yeah, Brock will win. So there you go. We're divided. We are. We are, in fact, divided. Okay, moving on. We have your mixed tag team match where Edge and Beth Phoenix are taking on Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. They will be accompanied by Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio. This should be fun as fuck. I'm just going to say this right now. This should be fun as hell. It's going to be a fun match. I want to see somebody get thrown by Beth or Rhea like a lawn dart. I don't care who it is. I just want to see somebody get thrown. Finn will be thrown by by, by uh, Beth. Um, the question is, what is what is this leading to? Is this leading to a singles match between Edge and Finn at WrestleMania? Because that was a plan at one point for like the Rumble. They were supposed to go at it, but. Edge was filming, so that never came to be. Rhea and Beth having a one-on-one will have to wait till after WrestleMania. So is this just a stopgap, or is this the finale? Because the set feud's been going on quite a long time. Since, like, May, I think. Um, or June, whenever, whenever Judgment Day turned on Edge. So it's, it's been going, it's going on at least seven, eight months. So there has to be some finale to it. And maybe a singles match between Edge and Finn kind of ends it, or Edge has to run some sort of gauntlet at WrestleMania, where he has to face Damian, Finn, and Dominic, or, or just Finn, and... Because maybe... Oh, wait, Dominic's probably fighting Ray. I don't know. All I know is Rhea shouldn't lose. It's been a long, meandering story, with lots of ups and downs, lots of breaks, lots of write-offs, um, people getting hurt, people <laughs> going to film. Yeah, people having to film a lot of TV shows. Like, it's just been sort of a long, sort of meandering story that... I think pretty much everybody at this point has lost interest in, unfortunately. As much as I love Edge, as much as I love Beth Phoenix, as much as I love what they're doing with the Judgment Day, I think at this point, while it's cool that we're getting the finale, I'm not necessarily interested in the story for the finale, because it's been so long since Edge got written off the last time. Yeah. And Beth got written off the last time. So, to me, I feel like, in a way, this is the finale. Because I don't see... Unless you're going to do Edge versus Dominic, I don't see how you need to do another match. It's like, you're you're basically tying up the loose ends with this so everybody else can move on. Because, like you said, the betrayal of Edge happened back in the summer and the fall. And now we're in February. And the story has not been consistent. Like, it would be one thing if they were going out and dogging Edge every week, but they're not. Yeah. They beat him up and they kind of forgot about him, and then they moved on, and then Edge came back. And then he left again, and then he came back. So, like... Edge just cut his hair in between. And he cut his hair in between. Um, So, for me, it's kind of one of those things that if this is the finale, if this is all we get of it, that's fine. I'm happy to see Beth wrestle again. I would have liked to have seen the one-on-one between Beth and Rhea, and maybe they could build to that. Or something like maybe like a SummerSlam or maybe after WrestleMania or something along those lines, but... You can legitimately give Beth a shot at um, 
Rhea if Rhea wins the championship. Oh, yeah, totally. 100% a match you can do. But to me, the people that need the win are the Judgment Day more than Edge and Beth. Rhea's going to WrestleMania. She needs to win. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If anyone needs a win, it's her. Like, it shouldn't be, you know, Finn taking the pin, and then they call that's what it is. But it's like, no, Rhea should get the win. She should get the pin. She should look dominant, because she's going up against Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. She has to look strong. She has to look dominant, because this is her moment. She's This is the hottest role she's ever been in, in WWE. So they gotta, you know, stoke all the fires and, and move on from there, and winning a win here for Rhea on a stage like Elimination Chamber will just help for what she's been doing. A loss is dumb booking. Agreed. I would say, it, you know, if it was the old regime, I can always see um going, yeah, well, Finn took the loss. It's fine. I hope we, we break those habits and Rhea gets the win here. All right, yeah, so, I feel like, yeah, they just need to give Rhea the win. They just need to do the thing. So I'm going Judgment Day. You're going? I'm going Judgment Day. Wheels going... Wrestler one. Which is... Edge and Beth. April does the Judgment Day win? Don't count on it. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. All right. I mean, we're divided. The house is divided on that one. All right. So I'm going to skip over, skip over the third match because I want to do it at the end. Um. So we have up first of your two Elimination Chamber matches. The first one is the ladies. They are contending on who gets Bianca Belair at WrestleMania 39. You have Asuka taking on Liv Morgan, taking on Nikki Cross, taking on Raquel Rodriguez, taking on Natalia, taking on Carmella. This is an interesting grouping of ladies. It's very face-heavy. Especially with a face champ. Um, I'm curious to see how this goes, because you have Asuka and Natty, I think, have done a chamber. I don't know about Carmella. Has she done one? I don't know if Carmella has, cause she, but she's done pretty much everything else. Um, that she, And I don't she, think Nikki has. This is where we look up Elimination Chamber history as we do this. Um, continue. I don't think Liv has either, but you have at least two people for sure that have done the chamber before so they'll be able to kind of run the show that's why natty um, that's why natty is here yeah natty's here to run the show um nikki was in it last year Liv was in it last year okay so you have people that have been in it yeah yeah, yeah you're good um raquel's never done it and we don't know about carmella i'm looking back but for carmella i feel like she i feel like she did it in her mask era when she was wearing that horrible horrific like bedazzled bondage mask that would have been last year and she was not in it that's just as long ago it was thank year. god that thing was gone yeah i'm glad that she's back to this the staten island it was it was nightmare fuel honestly um okay anyway i'm curious to see how this goes it's a good mix of personalities it should be fun um i expect some, lots of stupidity lots of risks taken i expect Liv to go flying off of something or at least nikki to go flying off of something um because i feel like that's why they're there Liv's just been, to kind of do more of the crazy stuff this has been this has been in, in a bunch she's been she was even in the tag team the women's tag team title one looking back at it so was carmella Carmella and Naomi okay. were, in, were in in the tag one. So the only one that hasn't done it is Raquel. Yeah. Okay. I felt like it's like no, I feel like it's more than Oscar and Natty, but I just wasn't sure. Yeah, Raquel. You know, the, yeah. but Raquel's done war games, so that's kind of it's kind of similar. Which is not in a pod; you're just in a cage. Yeah. So yeah, they all have experience. Um, in terms of who could come out on this one, it's tough because if this was, hey, you get a shot at. The champion at, at Money in the Bank or SummerSlam or Survivor Series. It's one thing. You can get way, away with a Nikki Cross or, or a Carmella winning this match. But this is WrestleMania. 
there you have a high standard of what the match needs to be and Bianca who's becoming a WrestleMania main eventer in front of our eyes needs that big star, big moment, big match on the show. As much as I like what Carmella does and I enjoy the act, her coming back as a baby, pseudo baby face and, and trash talking and skywalking and whatever, or moonwalking, whatever you want to call it, works. But right now for WrestleMania, Carmella and Bianca does not, does not set the world on fire, especially for what you want Bianca to do. You then have Nikki Cross. Again, Nikki's on a side project with, with the wrestlings. So her focus is elsewhere. Natty is Natty. Natty's the long-term veteran who is in here to help the match go and eat a pin. <laughs> She's not going to WrestleMania to fight for the championship. That brings you down to three. Asuka, Liv, and Raquel. Liv was the former SmackDown Women's Champion for a part of this year, and she had a run that could have been better, but they gave her the ball, and she ran with it, and she did a very solid job. She had some awkward moments against Ronda, but Ronda's been very awkward with a lot of people. You wish her run turned out a little bit better, but at least she was given the ball. So her, she is a credible challenger for a WrestleMania match against Bianca. You have Asuka. New, new look, new attitude. Can sort of make her a heel if you need to, which you kind of need to if you're she, if someone's going to go after um, Bianca WrestleMania. Fans will still cheer for Asuka, but you can at least, with the with the mist and everything, sort of make her pseudo-heel if they need to. Mm-hmm. And then there's Raquel, who had a good ma- got a good match out of Ronda a few, mu- a few weeks ago on, on TV for the SmackDown title. She came up short, but she has, she's being groomed to be in a position like Bianca is, where she's going to get the title and should have a run with a belt at some point here in the near future i don't know i don't know if raquel and bianca is the match though for mania i just there's something about it that doesn't click as going i need to see that at wrestlemania so i don't think raquel's ready for that wrestlemania match with a bianca i think oscar's the one who's in that position yeah i i feel like if you're going to put Asuka in this match, especially with the brand new character that she debuted at Rumble, you're bringing her back. I feel like it's to challenge Bianca. It's gotta gotta be. Because it will not kill the character that she's doing if she loses, but it will hurt it. Because she's coming back with the whole creepy clown, creepy possessed gimmick. She's back to being dominant again, so once Asuka gets in the match, she should be able to dominate pretty much everybody with the exception of potentially Raquel and possibly Natty um, in this match and do it very handily, just based on how she's wrestling because she's no-selling a lot of stuff and she's just beating up people. So to me, I feel like Asuka's the one to watch. It's a fresh match for Bianca. Oh, yeah. She hasn't faced Asuka in a long time. Um, and it will be a good challenge. It will be a good match. Asuka's been in this position before where she's gone for the championship at Mania. It's not a problem for her. She can definitely carry the match, and it will be a good marquee match for Raw to have Bianca take on Asuka. I think you could do stuff with Liv, Nikki, Raquel, and Natty, and Carmella, all of them down the road, depending on who wins the title. But... I feel like if you're going to have somebody go against Bianca, it should be Asuka right now. Because what you could really do with Asuka is if she beats Bianca, is you retell that story of Asuka just being completely dominant. I love what they're doing with Roman. And you have her go through challenger after challenger until, again, somebody takes her down. Um, Which is where I think they're headed. I think they're going to move Bianca to SmackDown, get her away from, let her drop the belt, draft her to SmackDown, let her have a run there. Mm-hmm. With, with fresh opponents, I think that's the next move. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's where we're headed. But I don't know. We, we Who knows? But I think Asuka walks out of this one. Yeah, I think it's Asuka that takes it. 
it's it's pretty much got me. Ah. <laughs> uh. Good lord. Okay, all right. So, so eight ball. Magic eight ball. Does Carmelo walk out the winner? No. Okay, we'll come back to you. Wheel. Natalia. Natalia for the wheel. Eight ball. Um, Natalia. It is slightly so that it is Natalia. Okay. The the eight ball and the wheel are both going Canada. Okay. All right. What's next? <laughs> Moving on. We have the men's chamber, which is going to be for the U.S. championship. We have Austin Theory, who is your champion, taking on Seth freaking Rollins and his fashion choices. Taking on Johnny Gargano, taking on Bronson Reed, taking on Damian Priest, taking on Montez Ford. Oh, you got some choices in this match. Woo! Okay, there are there are some good names in this one going, oh, that'd be cool if they won. Oh, that'd be interesting if they won. Well, that'd be interesting. That would be interesting. And it'd be interesting to see if the champion retains as well. So it's like you have all these different options. Let's break them down one by one. Damien, out of the law, I think the least likely to walk out of here as a U.S. champion is Damien Priest. I don't think he's in a spot right now with, especially where Judgment Day is headed and who they're feuding with. I don't think he needs to have the belt. I think an after WrestleMania run could be something up his alley, but right now, I think least likely to win this match is Damien Priest. The biggest surprise would be Montez Ford. I think Montez coming out of the chamber with the title would shock a lot of people, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm not, it'd be a shocker, but I don't see it happening here. But I think we're on a, I think we're getting ready to see a run from forward as a singles. They're teasing that Street Profits breakup pretty hard. It's not even a breakup, it's more new goals, I think. Cause I kind of, go, go ahead. ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I kind of hope that they do with the Street Profits what they do with New Day, which is they don't break up. They just go do what they want to do, and then they come back together. Right. They'll they'll tag, but they'll also have singles endeavors. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the way to do that, because, you don't want again, to see, it's... You, you don't need the breakup. You don't need it, because it's such a successful gimmick, that it's like, it's too good to lose. It's like the New Day. The New Day is such an incredibly successful thing, that it's like, it doesn't make sense to break them up. It makes sense more to have them go off on their individual endeavors. And do their own thing. That's why they have, in theory, three. Is that if Kofi wants to go off and win a championship, Ian Woods can be a team. Or you can change up the combinations any way they're in. But the New Day is always the New Day, and they will always stand beside each other. And I want the same thing to happen for the Street Profits. Where you have D'Angelo and Montez standing beside each other and taking care of each other, but also going off on their own singles pursuits. Yeah. Like, you don't need the betrayal here. It's not necessary. But I think Montez winning would be huge for him, for all the obvious reasons. Um, But I just can't foresee it happening here. But I, I do expect to uh, see it soon. Sooner rather than later, just not here. Bronson Reed is being pushed like a monster, but I think he's going to be the monster in this match who probably takes out like a Johnny Gargano and, and a Montez Ford and crowd goes boo and then everyone else gangs up on him and he eats a pin after taking like three finishers. Yeah. I think Bronson will make a good US champion at some point. But people then will, oh my god, he lost in the Elimination Chamber. He should have stayed in New Japan. <sighs> I don't think Johnny... Megan Bank. He's, he, he came back to... He... he let's, let's talk about this. He f- reached out to WWE. He, he went, hey Hunter, sup? And then they started talking. It's not like WWE went after him. He went, sup. So the indies kind of suck. Can I, we talk? Can I, I don't want to fly to Japan all the time. 
can you give me money and come work for you? Let's have a conversation. So, sup? Um, Johnny is in a spot right now. He would make a good U.S. champion, but he's not in the, being pushed that way. He he needs more credibility put behind him, and injuries have slowed him down um, to the point where he's kind of lost momentum, and he needs to have momentum built back up. And I think coming out of WrestleMania, he will have momentum built up. But I don't think this is his year to do something spectacular at WrestleMania. I could be wrong. but I And I don't see him as U.S. champion going into WrestleMania. But again, if he does win it, he would be a good U.S. champion. Same with Bronson Reed, same with Ford, and same with Priest. Then you're boiled down to two. Austin Theory and Seth freaking Rowland, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of know what Seth is doing to WrestleMania. It's kind of very obvious. Logan Paul says his, go- his goal. I don't know. I mean, there's a way to set that up where you put the title on the line and <laughs> have Seth defend the U.S. title against Logan Paul at WrestleMania. I don't think that match needs the title. I think Seth could lose this match, and you can have Logan Paul appear and cost Seth Rollins the U.S. title very easily. They've had interference in chambers before, and they can have interference again. Logan Paul's come sliding down from the top of the, the, the rafters into the chamber, chamber, and, you know, kick Seth Rollins' ass, and he set up the course for WrestleMania. Stranger things have happened. And then there's Austin Theory, right? Current champion who seems to be pushed in a more stronger direction lately. He's kind of been more serious and people are getting behind him, right? I see for Austin Theory retaining this title and holding an open challenge on the road or open challenges on the road to WrestleMania. And it has one set for WrestleMania where we can't see him and it gets answered by John Cena. We get John Cena. Austin Theory WrestleMania for the United States Championship, where you do all the callbacks to John Cena being the guy who really was the one who put the open challenge gimmick back on the map, and it bite Austin Theory in the ass, and John Cena could walk out with U.S. Champion, and hold his own champ- U.S. title open challenge on Raw after WrestleMania, and you have a big surprise from NXT beat him, or what have you, or even at WrestleMania, you have a, like a Braun Breaker or someone from outside of the company come in and beat him and walk out with the U.S. title. So I'm thinking Austin Theory wins this. What about you? I'm kind of thinking the same. I don't think they're going to put it on Damien because they have no, it seems like, interest in putting any titles on the Judgment Day. As much as I love Damien. We already talked about Montez. I don't foresee Bronson Reed getting it unless they just want to do it as a surprise thing. Johnny doesn't need it. Um, Seth is Seth. He's got the whole Logan Paul situation. They're trying to make and build Austin Theory. And to be honest, Austin and Seth have had a wonderful back and forth. Seth has been really, really, really good for Austin because he's pushed him. And he's brought a lot out of him Mm -hmm. that we have not seen in the past. It's been very good for the revamp of the character. And I think it would make Austin Theory, frankly, if he were able to come out of the Elimination Chamber as the champion. I I just, I don't foresee them moving the title at this time. Like, I just don't. Because it's it's right before WrestleMania, unless they want to have Seth walk into Mania with the title and they want to put it on Logan Paul, but that doesn't make any sense. No. Like, I can see them having Austin Theory beat Seth and Johnny and Bronson and Damian and Montez. Because here's the thing, taking Seth out of the equation, you could have Johnny, Bronson, Damian, or Montez challenge Austin again at Mania. Because there's history built up. Like, you could have Montez Ford challenge Austin Theory at WrestleMania if John Cena does not appear. You could have Damian Priest do it. You could have Bronson Reed do it. You know, Johnny do it. Like, there's just, there's any number of people that could respond to this challenge. So, I like the idea of Austin Theory walking out of Elimination Chamber. I don't see a need to move the title. Yeah. All right. So, So my pick is Austin Theory. You're going Austin. I'm going Austin. 
Uh, Magic 8-Ball, Austin Theory Retain? Question mark? No. Mm. Uh, we'll go back to the wheel, and then we'll come back to the 8-Ball. Montez Ford. 8-Ball, Montez Ford win? Yes, definitely. Mm. All right, let's go with Montez Ford. All right, main event. Last but certainly not least for your... Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. You have Roman Reigns, your reigning defending champion for 900 days with Paul Heyman, taking on the hometown hero, Sami Zayn. Good lord, this feud, this build has been phenomenal. It's been so fantastic, and what I love is they've just put that little stank of doubt on it of can Sammy actually do the thing. Now, it should be noted, Roman will not have the bloodline with him outside of uh, Solo, because they, he just cannot fly. They were told to stay at home and watch television. Now, could Roman get help from maybe another family member who just came back because she's not like most girls it's entirely possible um probably not but he probably won't so he'll have solo he'll have paul but honestly i can see roman big dicking this to the point that he's like i don't need either of you to beat him i can do this on my own and sammy's like let's go this is going to be special this is going to be spectacular the crowd is going to be unbelievable. I'm a little disappointed, a little bit, that SmackDown is happening in Montreal tomorrow. So we're kind of getting the pop early for Sammy, and then we're going to get it a second time. So hopefully the second is bigger than the first. Um, So SmackDown should be interesting tomorrow. But this is the biggest event to happen in Montreal since... I don't know, a, a screw job in 1997. Because the screw job could happen here. Sammy could get screwed. We legitimately could see a reversal of fortunes when he gets screwed in his hometown. All I know is the crowd is going to make this. The wrestlers themselves don't have to do a damn thing. So, real quick, you mentioned the Montreal screw job. Yeah. Sammy just tweeted out a video that says for Montreal and it's talking about the Montreal screw job. I mean, there you go. But the wrestlers themselves, this, this, is, this is going to be a Rock Hogan situation where the two of them just need to stand in the ring and the crowd will dictate the story you don't have to go balls to the wall with a crowd like this they will and you're going to get a lot of french people saying curse words that we won't understand that's what i'm saying we won't understand we'll be french so they don't have to censor it um they they're going to have a match that will be match of the year level match of the year quality with an ending that is going to probably rival people's feelings for Drew McIntyre at Clash of the Castle, where their hometown hero loses. There are a lot of people who are in the camp of Sami Zayn should walk out of here as the guy that beats Roman Reigns. It's difficult, because that would be an amazing moment. People call back to a moment that happened where everyone thought, this is the direction we're headed in for WrestleMania, where... Brock Lesnar was going to be WWE champion going into what it was um WrestleMania 20, right? Mhm. Was it Brock? No. It's Goldberg who was champion, wasn't he? No, no, no. I'm hold on. I have to figure no, this Brock out. No, Brock and Goldberg fought at 20. Yeah, I know they fought at 20. I got to remember the match. My my the opponent my I think it's Brock. 100 I think if Brent was here, he would be able to remind me what the match was. Um 
I have to go back to. I gotta refresh my memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was Brock. It was Brock. Brock was champion. Two th- going into Russell. B, it was a Rock. It was not Brock. It was Brock who was champion. And everyone thought Brock was gonna go into his match with Goldberg in WrestleMania 20 as the WWE champion. But then Brock lost the championship to Eddie Guerrero, and that set the whole. Eddie got that big shocking win. At WrestleMania, at, at, at No Way Out back then, now it's the Elimination Chamber, and went in WrestleMania as champion, which we no one ever, no one didn't think was coming, but they gave us that surprise win. He beat Brock Lesnar, so they like there's precedent set where the upset could happen right before WrestleMania, where the you, the expected guy isn't the guy going there, especially for the WWE Championship. We'll address that in a second, but I just don't know if it's a trigger to pull because do you burn 900 days at chamber or do you burn 930 something days at wrestlemania you know here's me i know the destiny i know the plan was cody i know the plan has always been cody we have waited for roman versus cody and it's finally on the horizon however i would argue cody doesn't necessarily need to beat roman as the eternal champion he doesn't He's over. He's made. He's good. He's the face of the brand. Or he's becoming one of the faces of the brand. He doesn't need a title to get there. He's got enough. Would a title hurt him? No. Sammy is someone deserving of the win. He is deserving to take down Roman to end that legacy simply for the fact that he is the most unexpected person to do it. You look at Sammy, you look at his track record in WWE and he's always been the comedy guy. He's already been he's always been the relief guy, right? Like he's not really been taken seriously since he came up to the main roster. He's had a good feuds with people, he's had good feuds with Kevin. But for the most part, he's kind of been off to the side or off in the shadows, and he's always sort of been that sidekick sort of person. So to have that person who is a true underdog against Roman Reigns get the victory in his hometown, it's a storybook moment. It's something worthy of burning 900 days for, because... Win, lose, or draw, it will make Sammy. It will launch him into that next level of the stratosphere where it gives him a level of legitimacy of now he is a threat. Because guess what? Everybody else, your Drew McIntyres, your Brock Lesnar's, your Bray Wyatt's, your Braun Strowman's, everybody, right? Literally every top contender in that company who has ever challenged Kevin Owens, has ever challenged Roman Reigns, has all fallen to him. Nobody's been able to beat him, and here comes Sami Zayn, who, as I've kept saying, can outsmart Roman, because it's going to be somebody that can outsmart Roman. That's who's going to beat him. It's not going to be a battle of physical strength, it's going to be a battle of mental strength, of who can get around Roman, who can get around the Usos, who can get around Solo, who can get around Heyman, and who's been in the bloodline for months watching. Sammy. And he admitted that Roman always knows how to pull it out at the last second, right? Like, he's watched them. He's watched them make plans. He's watched them do things and somehow they always make it work. But there's going to be a point where they can't and is Sammy going to be able to capitalize on that? He probably can because he knows them best. Like, to me it's it's the perfect storm. It's the perfect story. They've done it so, so, so unbelievably well. I want it to happen so bad, but yet at the same time, I know it's not going to happen. Yeah, you, can, you, you know it, right? The plan has always been Cody versus Roman, and they're not willing to change that plan unless 
you have Sammy lose the title before WrestleMania, but that's so fucking convoluted. That, that you don't do that. It's and then there's always in the camp of well, what if it? Uh, what if there's a screw job and Sammy gets put into the main event of WrestleMania and it's a three way? I I don't know if that's the right option either. I think that devalues the match. It oh. devalues the match. It devalues Sammy a little bit. It devalues Cody. Sammy deserves, if he's going to get the win, to get it clean, to get it honest, and to get it over Roman. Or it's a one-on-one fight. It's a one-on-one match. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in his hometown. It's just the perfect storm that it is in his hometown. But it deserves to be a one-on-one regular match with no stipulations, no Usos, no nothing. Just Roman versus Sammy. That's what it deserves to be. That's what it should be. Will it be that? I have no idea. Um... But that's what it deserves to be. So making it a three-way, again, it cheapens it because Roman doesn't have to be pinned to lose. But, okay, I'll I'll play to the triple threat option. (laughs) Then you have a double pin on Roman, and that's how you split the titles at WrestleMania. Terrible, terrible. It's a terrible option. It's a terrible idea. I'm just... It came to my head. I'm putting it out there. Oh no, th- I I don't disagree. It's 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 an option, but I just I don't like the idea of the double pin because it doesn't do anything for anybody. Whoever beats like here's the thing, whoever beats Roman, because it's 900 days, we're getting on the level of like what Taker streak was before it got broken. Where it's legit. Who the hell is going to beat Roman Reigns? We have seen challenger after challenger after challenger after challenger come and go. And nobody, nobody has been able to take down Roman. Nobody. He took that belt off of Bray Wyatt and he has just held on to it ever since. And I would argue Bray should be the one that beat him for it because Bray never got pinned for it. But that's not my call. We're not there. So, a couple of things I can see happening. There, there's the idea of after the match and Sammy's been being down and being down and lost, he gets picked up and spirits lifted by Kevin Owens. I can see them pulling that trigger tomorrow because if you if you remember what happened on Monday, there's still doubt in Sammy Zayn's mind, right? Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure out can he do it. And since they're in Montreal, I think tomorrow we're going to get a surprise appearance from Kevin Owens, and he's going to give Ke- Sammy that one big last pep talk. Like, you can do it. See, I can see Kevin coming into play of neutralizing Solo. I could, but I'm saying, I think we're going to, I think we're going to get the Kevin appearance tomorrow to set the stage for that. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're going to surprise people, because I think too many people expect it to be him to show up at Chamber. I think we get the surprise tomorrow on SmackDown, where Sammy has the odds, because now you're going, well, we just sent the Usos to stay home and not to come to Canada. Now Sammy Sammy has the odds are even. He has Kevin with him to take on the bloodline. It's two on two. Solo's neutralized. I I just don't... I just... Mm, I can't see Sammy winning. I just... It, it'd be a fantastic moment. It, okay. I'll say this. It would be the only moment if Sammy Zayn wins that I'm going on the air instead of doing Steve Radio that we're doing this show Live on Saturday night. Yeah. If Sami Zayn wins. It's the only way I do it. And I will cancel CB Radio to do it. <laughs> because I wanna want I'm gonna spend I'll spend an hour Saturday night talking about Sami Zayn winning. And I'll figure out what we do next week next week. The, without and go from there. That's the only thing <laughs> So if you want no C B radio on Saturday, you want Sammy to win. Um I just I find it hard to I think 
Rowan walks out with the title, I would get him out of that building as fast as possible because things will be thrown. Um, better start, better stop selling beer at like nine o'clock. Um, and not like ten thirty. So cups can't be thrown. Um, just pointing that out. I. Sammy would you be Sammy would be great, but that would be the feel good moment. I just don't see it. I think what sucks is you really want to go with your heart, which is Sammy. Like you really, really, really do in this case. Like it's just you sit here and you're like, yeah. It's the mo- it's the moment. It's but it, it's what you want. It's the moment. It's a wrestling fan's dream moment to watch someone like Sammy Zayn, who would never ever in a million trillion years would you say should be the WWE undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World. But for one moment, it could happen. It's the mankind moment. It really, truly is, given how they've handled Sammy since he came up from NXT. Like, it's the Mick Foley mankind moment where he takes down the monster and he he wins the titles. And he's the WWE undisputed universal champion. Like, it's just, it has, it's on that level. But- and it's like... God, that would be amazing, because for one shining moment, we would all have hope, right? Because, like, fuck, if Sammy can do it, we can do it, right? Yeah, Matt brings up, if it just wasn't before Mania. But that's what makes it more intriguing, though. I think this, if this was any time else, I don't think it would be as intriguing, because there's a lot on the line. It's not only winning the championship, but it's then going to WrestleMania. It makes that moment even bigger. See, I could see them doing it where, because it's like, it shouldn't be an automatic LOL Roman wins. Like, I like that there's that little bit of doubt, like, could they really do it? Would they really do it? And if it was the old regime, it would be absolutely not. They would never do that. But this is Hunter's WWE. And you just don't know because Hunter does not book like Vince. And I think Hunter is very well aware of the sentiment towards Sammy, towards the groundswell, towards everything. Like they are seeing it. They're seeing everything. That's why Sammy's in this position. This was supposed to be a one-off thing of Sammy and the Bloodline months ago. Mm-hmm. He was just supposed to do one thing with them, and it has taken him here. That's how good it's been. That's how well the fans have responded to it. So WWE is very well aware of what they have on their hands, and they know they know what it's going to cost them if Sammy loses, because it's like, okay, where does Sammy Zayn go from here, right? And the way that I see you kind of get around it is, yes, Sammy Zayn wins the titles. He becomes the Uwu champion, and everybody's like, holy fuck, what do we do now? Then it's Sammy, right? it's Sammy and Cody at WrestleMania. It's Sammy and Cody at WrestleMania, which I would not be opposed to at all, because that would be fan-fucking-tastic. But it's not but It's not marquee. Let me finish. Roman is in such a state of shock, he doesn't know what to do. And so that next SmackDown, he bullies his way into the match with Cody and Sammy. And that's how you get to the three-way. Uh, that he's like... Or he bullies his way into a match with Sammy. And when he has Jay and Jimmy and everybody back, and he just beats the shit out of Sammy. But that hurts Sammy. But... That's the way you can get to a three-way between threes. You have Sammy win. You have Sammy get the titles, and with no automatic reclaw, like re, like rematch clause, Roman just goes to Adam Pierce and he's like, "You're gonna put me, you're gonna put me in that match." And Adam Pierce is like, "Well, you're not really the champion anymore. You know, you can't order me around." And Roman's like, "Did I fucking stutter? You're going to put me in the match. I want my titles back. Like, it's just such a, it's, it's like Drew, but it's better. And I love Drew. Don't get me wrong. 
God, Be- I want Sammy to win. Because I want it so hard. But here's the thing. The difference between Drew, we all knew Drew wasn't winning. Like they were, Yeah, we all knew Drew wasn't winning. They they took you for a ride, but we knew Drew wasn't winning because, again, Cody. It, it's it's not, not even Cody. It's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania. That's the, it's the biggest show of the year. It's the biggest box of attractions where it's most eyeballs will be seen. That is the show. If you're going to make a huge splash, a huge style change for over 900 days, that's the day to do it. That That's... That's the saddest part of the reality. WWE knows this because they booked this show with the idea of Sammy and Zayn in the main event. It's not, oh, coincidental. No, it was booked. This book of this show was booked a couple months ago for this exact reason. To give people like us a moment to talk about where it's in his hometown. It could happen. They could make the moment happen. But we all know the moment's not going to happen because it's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania season. There's no shot in hell at Sami Zayn wins, which means they're going to flip it on a dime and Sami Zayn's winning and we're all going to be like, what the hell's going on? I did not see that coming. Even though we all wanted it to happen, we all still don't believe it's going to happen. Your heart says Sami. Your brain says Roman wins. It's Roman Cody. Whether Roman beats Cody or Cody beats Roman WrestleMania, that's for another day, another time. But we all know that's the moment. That is the moment. And Sammy and Kevin will then take on the Usos for the championships, and they'll finally win tag team titles together because that's something both men want to do. It's something they, they plan to do, and it would be their big moment. You have Sammy ending a title reign. Not as long as Roman's, but it's pretty long in, 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 in of its own, and it still works. And then there's a whole story between Sammy and Jay, because Sammy and Jay are seem to be, like, uh, together, maybe, because he acknowledged him, and here we are. But Jay could uh, be playing a game. Jay could be playing a game. Who knows? Well, they can have, take have the triple threat Mania, have Zayn pin Roman, and split the top of Cody Gore after... Uh, you, again, splitting the title... You don't split the title in a match like that, because you got to you got to have the moment with the titles, the new champion holding up both belts. Then you can create a new championship. Hey, we have now officially unified these belts and blah, 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 blah. This is the this is the universal championship. It's a unified title. But we are but Monday Night Raw deserves its own champion, and it will be the WWE Championship. Or SmackDown deserves its own championship, and it will be this title. It, this is after it. But it's like, you don't... It, you you got to... Whatever comes out of WrestleMania with a championship, you're going to create a new championship, a new legacy of some sort. Because splitting the titles, while they're going to do it, and it's going to be convoluted as hell... You, it's hard to break up a championship unless you make it brand specific, and I think that's where they'll go after WrestleMania. But that's not where he. Back to Chambers. Sammy's losing. That's my pick. I'm not picking Roman winning. Sammy's losing. Who do you have? I want to pick Sammy. I know you do. So pick him. My heart wants to pick Sammy. Pick him. My brain says Roman, and I have to go with Roman. Do you though? I do. It's as much as I want the moment, as much as I would love to see the moment, and I hope to God WWE proves us wrong. It's LOL, Roman wins, and he goes on to fight Cody at WrestleMania. Make us do a show on Saturday. Make us do a show on Saturday. I'm picking Roman so we get made to do a show on Saturday, so we have to go on the air and say, motherfuckers, we were wrong. Um... Because I think, honestly, like, here's the thing. If Mania was not looming, it would be Sammy. All day long. Twice on Sunday. It would be Sammy. But Mania's on the horizon. Roman already has a challenger for Mania. It's up in the air right now because Roman's taking on Sammy. And it's still the bloodline versus Sammy Zayn. 
It's a completely healthy Roman Reigns taking on a slightly battered and bruised Sami Zayn. Roman's still got Solo. He's still got Paul Heyman. And we don't know what other surprises Roman's waiting for. Like, honestly, I could see the bloodline hunting Sami Zayn down before the show and beating the shit out of him just to make sure that he's not at 100% to take on Roman. And maybe that's where you have Kevin get involved. I have no idea. But right now, Sami is legitimately walking into this with zero backup. Nobody behind him. Except the fans. So for for an entire city who, if they get drunk enough, who never knows? They're Canadian. I know. But they're French. This is true. (laughs) They are the French variety. They they are a little bit spicier. Um, We've seen them. They they, they throw. They they get mad. They may throw snowballs at Santa. They could throw batteries, though. They could throw batteries, too. It's not just the Philly thing. But my my brain, it's Roman versus Cody at Mania. It's, it's... I love Sammy, but no. This will do... Even if Sammy loses, this will still do wonders for Sammy. This has still done wonders for Sammy because this has helped to make Sammy a legitimate contender for a title shot in the future and elevated him beyond all comparison, um, which is all we've ever really wanted for Sammy. Um, so with that, I'm I'm going Roman. A-ball Sammy thing? A-ball says yes. Wheel? Wrestler 1. That's Roman. That's the show. That's the show. So you got stuff to plug, so plug away. If Sami Zayn wins, then we'll be live with the Rack Extra Reviews Elimination Chamber. If not, we'll be back next Thursday to review it. Then the normal schedule will be CB Radio at 11.30 p.m. Eastern, or right after Elimination Chamber if that goes longer than 11.30. CBRadioLive.com, GreaterThanGreatDebate.com. Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio will be live, 10 p.m. Eastern, to review the entire Elimination Chamber show. Monday night, it's the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We will be back next Thursday night, either reviewing Elimination Chamber or just talking news and a discussion of some sort. It's up in the air. (laughs) Saturday will tell us everything. We'll figure that part out. Just watch Twitter. One way or another, Saturday, there will be a live stream. Who's hosting? I will. Who my co-host is? We don't know we yet. We don't know yet. <laughs> it's Wild Talk Radio on Twitter. It's Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms, including Instagram. Also, at Wild Talk Radio on Instagram. We're doing Instagram things again. Um, Got to promote that more now. Instagram.com slash Wild Talk Radio. It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms, wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, iTunes, Apple, whatever it's called these days. Just search the Rack Radio Show. Chad, if you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking that purple rectangle button below, below the screen. We have new alerts and things, and hit the button to support the channel. Helps the, it helps do things on around here. You can also use creator code RocketSock or... Lins and Ward. In the Fortnite item shop. We're Epic Gamester. When you buy all the skins and things and all of whatever's. Why? We are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lins Ward, L-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lins Ward. I will be live tomorrow morning, bright and early at 7 a.m. Eastern. Genshin Impact is there do- doing their live stream, so I will be reacting with coffee and breakfast. So if you'd like to have coffee with me, come hang out. And we will talk all things Genshin Impact and all things 3.5, but if not, I'll be probably be posting the VOD to the YouTubes. Um, 
for everybody's viewing pleasure. You can also watch the VOD on the Twitch channel. But speaking of my YouTube, you can go to youtube.com slash at symbol lensward, lensward.rockradioshow.com, or just look for lensward on YouTube. Like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the things, follow. I would appreciate it. Use the creator code. And while you're on YouTube, check out MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211 for all of Matt's quality content. So, with that, we are going to go. Here's hoping we get to do a show on Saturday. Prove us wrong, WWE. Prove us wrong. So he's Rock. I'm Lindsay. You've been listening to Rock right here on WallTalkRadio.com. And we will see you, hopefully, Saturday. But if not, next week. Till then, bye! WildTalkRadio.com